You are now listening to Out of the Blank. 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 Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast, and I'm here with the man, Roger. The man? Yeah, you're the man. Uh, I'm, uh, I, I would like to say I'm quite humble, but uh, yeah, I enjoy what I'm Look, doing. Though. We say the man because a true man takes on extreme heat challenges, and then there you go. There's your extreme heat challenges. Okay. <laughs> if you want to say that, like, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that one. So why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself and if you want what you do professionally. Um, okay, uh, that's going to be a tough question to answer because um, my root professionally is I'm a graphic designer, um, a web developer, uh, an animator, and all that kind of stuff. But um, since I'm a stay-home dad, been unemployed for almost a decade. So um, right now, I guess you could call it professionally is YouTube. YouTube. Uh, Which one do you like more out of everything? The graphic artist, uh, the cartoonist? That cartoon one sounds so, like so much fun. Um, I really don't have any favorite, to be honest. Uh, as long as I have my freedom, I think that's the most important aspect. Um, freedom to be creative yeah. is my favorite, yeah. It seems like with many jobs nowadays, it's really hard to be, I guess, free when you're trying to create something. That's why I think a lot of people are becoming entrepreneurs and owning more companies or hot sauce, uh, like things in general, just because you can finally do what you want with the technology we have. You know, for so long, we've been living a life of a nine to five lifestyle. And then finally, now we have this amazing thing known as the internet where we can order coffee beans we can order hot sauce we can order all these things to our house and exactly, start up our own thing right. that, that, that's very true uh, when you say nine to five job i don't think that exists anymore it's more like five in the morning to a seven at night jobs yeah. nowadays out there because of the traffic and all that kind of stuff but um it had some few perks work from home you know freelancing but sometimes you can go a little crazy Wait, you got so many things juggling too. I mean, you got multiple different things from graphic design, but it all kind of incorporates together too, because a lot of that you can use for your YouTube page. Yeah, you know, try to keep busy is the most important thing. So, when you're making YouTube videos, what exactly are you making YouTube videos about? Uh, currently, um, after this is my third time to charm um, uh, doing YouTube videos. Uh, right now, I'm just doing hot dog reviews, challenges, and or whatnot. Um, prior of that, um, the first one, I was a, a nutritionist. And that didn't work out. Uh, I did the nutritionist videos and all that. Then the second YouTube channel, um, I do tech reviews. I love a lot of gadget and technology. And um, that didn't do well as well. So, so far, doing this um, hot sauce reviews, um, it's more fun. We meet with more people there. Yeah, the hot sauce community is a special one indeed. I've talked to so many of them now, but they're all very, very helpful towards each other. 
Um, exactly. Sending each other things to try out each other's sauce, very kind of helping with giving answers and clues to maybe discovering something about a sauce that you're trying to figure out. But going from different reviews, do you like the reviewing aspect of things? I find that a lot of people that wanted to be a critic at one point in their life, they'll do movie reviews, they'll do food reviews, they'll do, you know, technology reviews. If you want to do that, like the wireless toothbrush, like that's just the fucking toothbrush. <laughs> but if they put wireless in front of it, you, you'll buy it anyway. Yeah. Um, God, it got kind of like a long story how I approach with the chili community. It's such a small niche. And it had plenty of room to grow. And that's what I like about it. It's, it's, it's in its baby stages. I mean, I've been doing, yeah. like, if you look at a hashtag like podcast, for instance, it's so big just because there's over, like, I think 950 something thousand podcasts out there. There's about uh -huh. 3% that is that does the type I do where it's more of talking with people and seeing where it goes. Um, right. Everybody else kind of focuses on the major ones, true crime, comedy, you know, cracking joke here and there, judging things, reviewing things. But where the chili community is, looking up that hashtag was the very first thing I ever did to decide to get some people from that community onto the podcast. Okay. Um, such as hashtag sauce, hashtag um, chili head. And I started covering across all these people. But if you notice the hashtag numbers for that aren't as huge as it would be compared to if you just hashtag food review or hashtag something else, because it's a small niche group, but it's so special. And that's what I think like at one point it's going to get big enough to the point where there are going to be some people that are going to kind of taint that a little bit, but right now it's just pure it's because it's in its infant stages. Uh, you're right about that. And I think, I think it actually started last year. Things are starting to turn around because we got the hot ones that coming out. Well, that the coming out, that is out. Uh, we got the new hot one TV shows. And I think um, the audience is, is now starting to recognize the, the chili community and we, we I think I, I think I came almost at the perfect timing to get involved and it's only going to grow from there yeah we're seeing a lot of popularity get escalated to it now hot ones just got their own tv show you know where they're doing the dare they're doing the game challenges the weird thing is that back in the day there were very few people that were chili heads that would eat the super hot peppers and burn their mouth just for the fun of it now it's right. like everybody's trying to get that. Like nobody's really going for, I mean, I would say sauce with flavor, but more like I want a sauce that's going to give me a stomach ulcer is what they're trying to head towards now. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Um, I'm a, a flavor kind of guy. Yes, I like to take on a challenge, you know, do a super hot sauce. It, to, me, to me, it's fun. Well, I much prefer, and you probably, a lot of people are surprised what type of sauce is my favorite. I don't want to sound biased there, but I'm not. But um, it actually has no heat to it. Yeah, I found that um, like the super hot sauces, like the last dab, I killed that bottle in two days. It wasn't hot to me, but when I try like that Walmart, um, it's like the the Lateco, the it's like comes in a little or. El Valentino, whatever it's called. It with uh -huh. I'm familiar with that one. Yep. Th that one hits me in such a way where I'm like, damn, this is spicy. And my buddy's like, you just took on the last dab. What do you mean that's spicy? I'm like, it just, it hits me. You know, it looks funny. Um, everybody's subjective and, and everything. They, we, we really don't know 
how our body going to react. But we, we got the hint of what's going to happen. Um, the couple of hot sauces are in the habanero level that gets me. It really depends. What's your worst hot sauce or just spicy thing experience ever? Like for me, I remember eating a raw Carolina Reaper or was it a ghost pepper or something in one of those cooked bags, like the ones you use for cooking. I ate a full right. one of those, not even knowing what it was going to be like, thinking it was going to be like a normal pepper. <laughs> now nah, I was right, in right. so much pain. Um, well, if, if you ask me what is my worst, it has to break down into categories. It's a reason for it. We got extract. We have natural peppers and all that. So if I'm going to choose extract, it has to be for me is um, petroleum number nine, Mad Dog. I don't know if you're familiar with that one. Yeah, I know. It makes my uh, nose hairs kind of burn when I smell it. I know. <laughs> but as far as natural, natural hot sauce, um, right now for me is Thor Hammer. And I'm sure some other hot sauces out there I have not, you know, had. But for me right now, it's Thor Hammer by Volcanic Peppers. Well, even trying all the hot sauces, have you ever thought about trying to start your own? I always found it fascinating when I'm staring at all these different hot sauces, like the names behind them, like Thor's Hammer, you know, Devil's uh -huh. Crotch. You know, like, <laughs> why are there never anything super nice, like if you're exploring like a paradise, like beautiful waves of berries or something? No, it's like straight up devil, devil, devil. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I heard that same conversation you had with Justin Harmon. Mm -hmm. I was listening to your podcast. You had on the same subject. Robbie's um, Rectum Ravisher is what he's calling his exactly. new sauce. So I'm excited to try that one. Well, yeah, a lot of people have misconception about that. You know, it's always kind of demonic or the devil or not. Well, hot sauce is fire, right? So that's what we got to do. Well, um, good nemesis. You know, my guy, my main man, nemesis. You familiar with him? Yeah, the dude that looks like a giant lake monster. I was going to ask you about that. Well, originally, um, well, originally intense, he was going to be the devil guy. But after a while, um, I didn't want him to be that devil type of person. So I, I created a backstory about him, and I didn't want to portray him a demonic, scary type person. I want him to have like a little humor. Uh, he's from the ultimate, ultimate dimension sort of guy. So right now he's a Komodo dragon. I think that's, that's good. Uh, well, that's a twist. I like that a lot better because first of all, what is the best thing I honestly think about any brand in general is when they give it a mascot, you know, something that the kids can love, something that, you know, that is entertaining for someone to click to when it comes to personality. Fucking Ronald McDonald was that. I wouldn't say uh -huh. every single Ronald McDonald because at one point um, my grandparents live out in like the kind of the country of Delaware and uh, there's a school that's built there, a little small little like kindergarten. It's not legal. It's no, just some people decided to build a school, like an actual legit school with a playground and everything. And they stole right. Ronald McDonald from the McDonald's in um, I think it was Milford, <laughs> Delaware, and just put him out in front of the school. So you just see Ronald chilling on this bench. It's basically the ghetto, but it's so much fun. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, now I'm lost 
for words. That's welcome to the but, podcast. <laughs> you've got to edit that one out, right? Nah, we keep that in nah, there. But Nick look, is raw, right? When we see like Ronald McDonald is a symbol for happiness, the smile, the clown. And then you have what right, the, right. the 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 burgermeister or whoever, the one that takes the burgers. And then, you know, you got Grimace. Like you want something like that to represent your brand. That makes it more entertainable for the audience, such as your character, Nemesis. He huh? looks evil and he looks kind of crazy, but he reminds me of like the thing from the Fantastic Four, like some swamp creature. Like it's that. It, it's more relatable. It makes it the kids still want to attach to it. Yeah, I did quite a few modifications on the guy. He used to have a huge horn. I cut it right off because I think it looked too scary. Yeah. He had pointed ears. I cut that off, make it more rounded. I'm telling you, if you just gave him some Ray-Bans or something, he would be so approachable. <laughs> Ray-Ban. Hmm. By the uh, what is that popularity brand out there right now? I forgot what it's called. It's red label with white lettering. Superior. Oh, Supreme? Oh, Supreme, yeah, Supreme. Oh, my God. If you do, if, put you, put, if you put Supreme on Nemesis, it would go up by like $5 million. I was looking online because my buddy has a Supreme collection. He's like, bro, I got this limited edition Supreme fire extinguisher. I'm like, what? What does that mean? He goes, it's $15,000. I'm like, it's just a fire extinguisher. It's Supreme on the side. He goes, that's the point. I use my Sharpie. Exactly. It's a lot easier too, more cost effective. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, even with like doing Nemesis, why did you decide to involve a character like that anyway, besides just displaying yourself? Well, uh, based on my research, uh, have I seen other chili head reviewing a hot sauce? Um, a lot of them have couples, like husband and wife or with a friend or whatnot. To me, I'm pretty much, uh, well, back in the day, back in the day, like, uh, Anti-social. I don't like to go out. Introvert. People. Introvert. I'm, I'm very introvert. And I don't want an approach to be boredom, just me and the hot dog bottle. I would love to have somebody here with me or talking to me, you know, doing the reviews. So that's how it comes about with the Nemesis. He's the guy behind the camera when I first started out. So you give it a little bit more personality, you know, the rapport. Yeah, going back and forth. Um, maybe about 30 videos in, I have enough money to save, and I actually bought the outfit so I can bring him out behind from the camera. And um, another part is it's extremely difficult to have Nemesis here with me on the same stream. You have to, yeah, you have to go back and forth. You have to keep changing in and out. Or just record all on one side and then match the two together. That's what I had to do. And the hardest part about that is when I want to communicate with the Nemesis, I have to remember what I have to say, what I had yeah. to say. An hour later, after doing a makeup and a, and a costume, I forget what I was talking about. Yeah, how do you think about uh, Paul Rudd in that Netflix show? I don't know if you've ever seen that. I've seen that. That's interesting. Um, well, that's all based on script, obviously. Yeah. Me, my, my, my um, YouTube channel is no script. It's all improv. Um, like even, even the, um, I have a hot sauce. I don't taste the hot sauce. I open it up. I experience it. Can I give reviews based on that? So Wait, so you don't actually taste it? No, I, I taste it. I don't um, open the bottle before. 
Oh, you do it live in front of everybody, so you don't have time exactly. to kind of like change it up. Because I like to be more real, war about it, you know. That's what I, I try and tell people with. Guard. Yeah, people with the podcast too. I always tell them like I leave the coughs, I leave the mess ups, I leave all that stuff in there because it's real moments. I love it when I hear a lighter flick, or if like I I listen to a podcast and someone has the actual sound, like you can hear rain in the background. Why would you pay for an app to edit all that out? I'm like, I love the beautiful moments in a conversation. Like what I'm trying to show in an episode is it's my conversation with you, but every little detail that builds up to it, I could easily cut it up into 15 minutes and make it a best of segment where we just crack jokes back and forth. But I'm like, the best part about conversations is that long haul to the joke. You know, sometimes you don't want the best of, you want just to hear the full, like you're in the room. Oh, absolutely. Kind of like Joe Rogan podcasts and a few other podcasts. I like to hear, uh, you never know to where to go off to. That's yeah. the beauty part of it. Yeah, you can talk about chimps one minute and then talk about DMT the next. That seems to be the two yep, sticks. Yep, yep, that's my guy. <laughs> I mean, it, they're, they're, that, that, he was my initial inspiration, but later I started figuring out that I wanted to do something more on the lines of, talking to someone but seeing where it want to go sometimes it does turn into an interview which i'm not gonna lie it does get a little bit boring on my end i like it i like to keep it entertaining i love it when someone like yourself that tosses back questions my way or we go down on a tangent on something i love that experience because it makes me feel more involved like it's not just a one-way conversation exactly and the uh, attention span nowadays is terrible it's, it's and this quick. is why part of my YouTube channel is I don't want to get talk about the hot sauce. I like to have something going on in the room. Like, for example, my Google assistant go off in the middle of the show. I add that to the video. It's kind of funny, comical. Yeah. So, yeah, I try to keep as much sort of possible and entertaining. But on other retrospect, um, the podcast that you're doing, I could type it up a lab. But today, nowadays, nobody wants to watch an hour-long YouTube video. Yeah, well, I mean, if it doesn't have any booms or clicks every two minutes or something, they lose their attention. I think back in the day, I don't know why, I think it started with this YouTube channel called Stick Figures on Crack. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. No, I haven't. It's If you look it up, you'll probably lose brain cells, but it's about literally a 10 minute clip of just those stick figures you make with like um, the animation program. And they're just running around doing the dumbest stuff, taking scenes from movies. Like, but it's every five seconds. It's like, they're just jokes. Every five seconds is just a different skit, different skit, different sure. skit. Okay. And it makes your mind like one minute, like it's just one dude, like uh, running through a field of meadows, or whatever, then gets hit in the head with a cheeseburger and just falls on the ground. Then you start laughing. Then it goes over to like a bunch of people going, damn, like that. And then it's like, <laughs> it's a joke after joke after joke. Once those started getting super, super popular, like parody songs were really popular back in the day. And then it, it just, our, our attention span got so dumbed down to where like watching a video or a lecture or something that's like a mm -hmm. documentary on YouTube, like how it originally was, was just too damn hard. So now people that do reviews, when they do reviews, you know, they're sitting there reading off a product like Flaming Butthole. This sauce is very, very bad for your intestines, may cause stomach ulcers, and really, overall, the look up here, and you go into the detailed description of the look, the appearance, the taste, and all this stuff, your audience has already clicked onto the next video. They want to see you, you know, this is uh, whatever, Flaming Bee, and then you drink it, next right, thing you know, right, you're like, right. uh, uh, and you're choking, and then it's like clips of the best stuff. 
Uh, you're, you're absolutely right. And I learned that as I go along making the videos, uh, going back to analytics. Uh, uh, do YouTube have analytics? Yeah, I hate those like things, dude. I, I, I can't stand those analytics when it comes to YouTube videos, when it comes to podcasting. I see it every time I upload something. I don't like it because um like even when i reach out to a guest like yourself you didn't do this to me but other people have where they're like what's your listener download what's this what's this? i'm like does it matter yeah. to have a conversation like let's just shoot the shit and whoever listens listens well you, you you're absolutely right about that when i mentioned the word analytics i'm not a uh, a diehard analytics person i like to go in there trying to figure out like what the bell curve what made them stop watching the video? And that could probably be far I go. So I kind of learned to um, break it up throughout my video to keep it entertaining, you know, to keep them watch the video. Now, if you want to go dive in a rabbit hole, trying to figure out the numbers and the CPR, the CPR, CRM, whatever that's called, that right there, perfect example, I don't know everything about it. But they got too much information I don't dive into. It's just the very basic. And it sucks too because like if you look at every YouTube video that's becoming now or have, or ends up becoming super popular, it's like a, a cut up version of SNL. Like what I loved about SNL was there, it took a while to get to the joke, but it always got the joke. It made you laugh. It, made, it explained a little bit of the story so you're not just hopping in and then trying to figure out what's going on. But the YouTube videos that get popular now, it's like turned into Vine. Vine back in the day where it was like five-second videos. That's all this is, but a little bit longer. That's true. That's true. Yes, I can see that. Yeah, I can see your point of view. And like Snapchat, like that was the whole thing. Like you get a short amount of time to send a video and you would try to make it as funny as possible. Instagram kind of took it over um, when it comes to like, you can like let go of the record button and then record again and it'll go all into the same video. So you could do a mashup of like cooking or something. Made right, it easier right, right. for us to cut through kind of like the bullshit a little bit. But I'm like, that's the fun part about it. I like watching a video and seeing the full thing. Like when I'm watching the people try and eat tacos for the new show on Hot Ones. It's amazing to watch them like banner back and forth, but even that show is still cut up little segments of stuff. Yeah, um, going back to uh, other social media platform like Vine or Snapchat and stuff like that, I did have those accounts. It didn't work out for me. <laughs> uh, well, because I had to put on, take me 30 minutes to put on the uniform, uh, Nemesis, and I had to do a two second video, like it. It could too much effort into it. Yeah, that's way too much for like a couple seconds just for video. You want to be able, if you put that thing on, that should be like an all day event where you're like, I'm going to record all the shots I need this whole entire day and then fill it in wherever we need. Right. So I'm, I'm sticking with Duke um, Temple platform, um, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube pretty much, and Twitter. The best part about being in the Chili community, too, you're going to find those loyal fans that are going to watch every single one of your videos and just keep up with you, too. Like, um, the main thing is trying to get attention from other people. And to get that attention, sadly, through YouTube or something else, they need your analytics to be up or it's not going to show up in anybody's feed. You know, they if you don't have any viewers watching, like you say you have five or six constant, very good listeners that listen to the whole thing. That doesn't help because what YouTube attracts is how long did the person stay on the video and how many do they have? They look at that 
population number first. So if you have a thousand uh, people viewing your video, even for it's like five seconds a piece, it doesn't matter. YouTube's going to throw that at the top of the charts because they like the popularity aspect. It means that you your video looked good enough to be clicked on, but not good enough to stay. You're exactly right. The most important part after you upload the video, I think the first 12 hours is very essential. If you don't succeed after that, YouTube would knock you off the list for recommendation. Yeah. So. And you probably noticed too with starting your Instagram page, um, your followers, the more like you have spots, like if getting the public eye, such as being a part of the chili community, such as talking to famous chili heads or popular chili heads, you get their followers as well attracted to you. And then the more followers you get, it'll naturally start increasing one by one by one. My podcast could have a crap ton of followers if I just switched my whole show up. If I just said, I'm going to start reviewing horror or true crime films everyone loves that that's what everyone's going after that's why um my buddy he started a horror podcast he was on my podcast when i was at 400 something followers and a matter of two months he went up by like 500 followers because wow. if that's a quick show what happens is you just sit there and you, you talk about a horror film you're immediately going to get followers because people want to know like they want to talk they want to hear stuff about movies they want to hear stuff about food if i made a food right, review right, right. channel right now I could easily get a thousand followers just by being like, this is a taco from Taco Bell. Tastes like shit. And I have to shit. Next thing you know, you put that <laughs> in an episode, you're getting a hundred followers right there. People love that. Food reviewers, I mean, when they as soon as they start their Instagram page, it immediately goes up. You're, you're, you're absolutely right about that. Um, like another part of it, you have to find a trend with everybody wants to listen. Um like, um, if I just do the hot sauce reviews, I probably would never gotten far away I'm at right now without um, incorporating Taco Bell, what I did in the past. Especially that one chip packy uh, challenge. Are you, are you familiar I'm with not, the I don't chip? know what that challenge is. Oh, well, um, here, let me, well, I know the viewer's not going to see it, but you can. It's your packy chip, one chip challenge. Oh, okay. I'm sure you, you, you have not seen that around. Okay. Dude, I but rarely anyway. do any hot challenges. More like it's like like Justin Harmon sent me a, a thing called Devil's Dust, and it's like a powder. I don't know what it exactly right. is. I ate it like it was cayenne pepper. I just took a giant spoonful and put it in my mouth. I'm pretty sure I knocked a wisdom tooth out of basically out of place. I definitely uh -huh. felt it in my molar for like the whole rest of the day. Oh, boy. I think the, the Devil's Dust is killing on a Reaper, is it? Isn't it? I have no clue what it is. I just know it hurt. I was going to put it in a shot of vinegar and try doing it that way. Ouch. I'm not a vinegar type of guy. But back to what we are talking about, um, trying to find or gain more subscribers or more viewers or listeners, you got to find that trend to incorporate it into your podcast or YouTube videos. Um, like I said, that package chip that I did uh, four months ago, and I did... 32 chips in one setting um, of this. Well, at that point, you just commit to it, right? Like, I remember I stuck, um, you know, those sour candies, warheads. I stuck like 40 of right, those. Right, right. I stuck like 40 of those in my mouth because I was like, I put three Ew, in there and yuck. I was like, I was like, just keep going and going and going. And for the next three years afterwards, my whole inside of my mouth, like, was all peeled and shredded up from it. That would have been an awesome video. 
It would have been, but this was back in the day when we had the flip phone and nobody really gave a shit about recording. So nowadays you got the iPhone, you do anything, it's on video. Pretty much, yeah. Um, yeah, like it, back to that package ship, um, if I wouldn't have done that, I would not be the way I am at now because it reaches out so many different type of audience. So, yeah. Well, it's food challenges too. I mean, what was that show that was really popular back in the day? Man versus food. You wanted to see a guy. Oh, I love that show. Exactly. You wanted to see a guy overcome these food challenges. And then eventually people started doing them in their restaurants local to where you live. They started doing like, uh-huh. if you eat 50 something wings, you can get your name on a wall on a t-shirt that'll actually fit you after you ate all those wings. And then it turned into this thing now where we're getting stuff off the internet from like a place like, I'm going to try it at home. You know, snort a thing of hot sauce. Everyone wants to try it now because the funny thing is it's like AFV America's funniest videos. Yep. That you love watching. Yeah, yeah. You loved mm-hmm. watching people in pain and that's what watching somebody. Oh, yeah. You watching, like I watched Justin. Um, he put dragon's breath peppers into a thing of whiskey and then he left it in there for a week and then he drank it. And watching that was like, I like them, but at the same time, it was funny as hell to watch him writhing in pain. Exactly, right. People nowadays, they want the pain suffering and all that. I'm okay with that, but I can't keep doing that stuff. <laughs> but you know, I, I envy people who, um, can eat that much food, like man burgers food, uh, food challenges. Like that one guy, uh, Matt Stoney, I don't know if you're familiar with him. Yeah. He did like a hugging hot dog in one setting, something like that. That stuff I would love to do. I'm an old guy. I can do it, dude. I'm a, look, I'm a health nut. Like, I mean, big health conscious when it comes to like what I eat and what I put in my body. But like, I just saw um someone that was on my podcast a while ago when I used to do these in person. And um, he just accomplished a two-foot slice of pizza in one sitting. I think it had to be under a certain amount of time. I look at that. I was like, dude, I could easily do that. And he goes, dude, I'm, I weigh four times the amount you weigh. And I'm like, doesn't matter. Like, my buddy saw me eat a medium Domino's pizza in under five minutes. Like, I literally just uh-huh. – just shredded it up. I'm like, I can do all those food challenges, but that's what you see with Matt Stoney. He's just a skinny kid. You wouldn't think he'd be able to eat that much, but if exactly. for some reason, that's what happens. Those skinny, skinny people, I tell you, they can eat. <laughs> I can smell food. I gained five pounds. Yeah, dude, I used to be able to eat a bag of Doritos in one sitting. If I tried that now, I would blow it up like 50 pounds. <laughs> oh, boy. Don't yeah. you just miss the, like the high school years? I mean, I'm not that much... I guess older from like I'm only 22, but dude, when I was 16 years old, you could eat whatever the hell you wanted. You could eat a thing of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. I did that like on the regular, and I would not gain a pound. If anything, I'd lose weight. Now, if I even look at the damn thing, I feel awful. Oh my god, I, I have story to tell about those days. Yeah, one of my buddies, um, he used to work for hostess uh, hostess company. They have ding dong twinkies and stuff that. Yeah. Uh, he 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 delivered those, but he actually stole a whole crate of them, and put it in his five hundred square foot apartment. And I walk in there, they got like hundreds of boxes of ding dongs and twinkies and stuff like that. And they like party. <laughs> Oh my God, dude. See, I would, I never liked Twinkies. I don't like that custard for some reason like that oh, yeah. mayo and, um, 
making it anything like that, like whipped cream or not really whipped cream, but like sour cream, the consistency of it is too much like cum. I can't eat it. You're missing out. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like if we look at um, like how did you how did you kind of come across like the name for your show? Oh, good question. Um, I don't think too much of the name. I get trying to find something that feels right. You know, I, um, you know, I see people write down the name. The list like comes like forty-five pages. To me, I could say a word if, if, if I think it. I think it sounds good. It sounds sound cool. I said, oh, I'm going to go with that. The Hot Damn Show. Well, originally it's called The Hot Damn. Uh, it was owned by someone and I got called out. I have to change the name. So I just added the word show. So, yeah, I, um, I see most people uh, get upset or angry or eat something really hot. They say damn a lot. Hot damn. So, hot damn. Yeah. So that's like, a good name. That's my favorite thing about uh I think like hot sauce companies. Like I've had a few people, Angry Cats, two Angry Cats. Um shout out to uh -huh. Just Justin or uh, Josh Williams and then Justin Harmon from Harmon Heat, like asking me like what flavors do you think would go together? And then Caesar from Caesar Smoking Hot Sauce, I'll drop him in there too. I love the chili community. Um They'll be like, I'm going to send you some sauce. And uh even the guy I posted today, uh Jeff Levine, you know, he owns um mm -hmm, Silk City. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking to them and they're like trying to think of flavor combinations and I'm giving them ingredients and all these types of ideas like blueberry mixed with like coconut or mixed with this to put in a sauce and you just add what you want to put in there. And then they're like, but what would we call it? And I'm like, dude, I can tell you what me and Caesar created one that he's supposed to be making and it's called Mad Motives because during the whole episode of the podcast, he's telling me about his life and like being shot at and stuff and I'm like, what that's it mad wow. motives bro and then like with justin Harmon, he's like robbie's rectum ravisher or like you know rage something you know we just would shoot that's my favorite part is when you think of the ingredients and you're just tossing out names you just find a bunch of shit that just sounds like the craziest combinations you could think of like pizza plastered on a pocket i don't know pizza plastered on a pocket that, Bam, that, could, that could be a sauce Exactly. Like probably uh, over a hundred thousand different type of thoughts and names, but yeah, there's no, uh, there's no walls. You could come up with anything. And even with um, you trying so many sauces too, you probably noticed the story that's written on the sauce. I mean, I think that's what really solidifies like a certain type of sauce for me. Like if I look and grab it and it's like forged in the fires of hell. Crafted uh -huh. <laughs> under a world of evil. I'm like, I like that. I like it. You got a good uh, movie voice. Oh, well, thank you. Do you want to <laughs> hear my Christopher Walken impression? Have at it. I don't know what to do when I eat the hot sauce. It's just too spicy. Like <laughs> pretty good. Uh, see, I love it. Like, like being able to, like, I had voice actors on here and we just like shoot uh -huh. the shit. I try and tell people, like, I talk to people every single day. It is not difficult. It is so easy just to be comfortable and be free. You know how difficult it is for me? I may sound like every actress, but all sounded like me. Yeah, dude, I love talking because to you. Because my speech so. department. Yeah, I'm but joke. <laughs> I know you did. I know. But, like, it's just, it's interesting, too, because, like, I remember, like, we'll even tell them, when you messaged me, you were like, um, you said something about like uh, hearing or be, will you be able to see my face? I was like, it's only audio. I'm so used to everyone 
wanting only audio because they don't want to be on camera, which makes sense. I get it. I like to be in my sweatpants too. Who the hell wants to take a shower? But then when you said this and we're talking like I can see you and you can see me, it's for reading lips, you know? Like another thing to uh, added uh, benefit is I'm seeing you. I can see your facial expression. I can read your body language. So we can make that connection. Having good voice, if I say something off, I have no idea what you're thinking on the other side of the microphone. Well, I've, not going well. <laughs> I've caught I've caught people too. Like I'll be sitting there. Um, I was talking to a guy in an episode, and I was like trying to focus on like you know actual connectivity. He's just giving me one word responses and stuff. And then like I'm sitting there, like you can tell when someone has a wet towel personality, and I hinted at him, like because I could tell he was on his phone. I could hear his phone in the background. And I'm like, uh-huh. you know, like being connected in the conversation. He's like, yep, yep, totally, totally. I'm like, like you're doing right now. And he goes, yep, yeah, man, <laughs> yep, yep. And I was like, all right, well, this is fun. And then that drains it on me. Like, I love having an exactly. engaging conversation like yourself, such as like um, you're making a video, for instance. Mm-hmm. You're you're having so much fun with it. You're getting really hooked into it. Makes you want to do it more. Makes you want to do it longer. Makes you want to go and make another video right afterwards. But then you have one where you're having an off day. Maybe you got hurt by a certain sauce or something. It might be good quality video for it, but then you're in pain and you don't feel like making another one the next day. It, it ends up slowing the progress of your channel. Very true. And you'd be surprised that most people don't realize, I'd say for instance, I drink one of the hottest sauce and I would film myself. Sometimes it takes two, three, four, five takes to get it right. That means I gotta take five spoonful of the hottest sauce and only one of them will make it. Oh dude. That's when that's like me with groceries. I'm like, if it all doesn't go in on one trip, then it stays in the car. I would love that, you know, I would love to add, you know, keep all five takes in the video. Like I said, going back, nobody's want to watch an hour long video. That, that gets that part of it. So I try and look at like hot sauce videos, you know, you get to see people do the drinking games and stuff. I'm like, I wonder what it would be like if we just switched it up for maybe let's say people who don't drink, let's do a thing where you do a shot of hot sauce if a certain word gets said or you know you make a fun game out of it i remember we played i played monopoly with my buddy and we just randomly pulled out like you know you get those variety packs like for christmas it's a bunch of different hot sauces and stuff right right we just started doing spoonfuls of hot sauce shots like over and over and over again see who could outlast two the hotter we got we got to ghost pepper level five level six level seven and you get to like the bomb like or liquid death sauce with extra rage and you're like (laughs) why are we eating this but who cares it's one o'clock in the morning and it's no there's no school tomorrow i i, I would plan and do a 30 days of hot sauce no 25 days of hot sauce before christmas i couldn't find myself doing the videos every day mm. but yeah but on on off site i eat hot sauce every single day there's what do you no typically stopping. put it on anything i even put hot sauce on my donut Kidding hot, that. hot sauce <laughs> well, on a donut now Gotta understand there's many different types of hot sauces out there. They yeah. pepper forward hot sauce, they have a, a fruit-based hot sauce, they have strawberry hot sauce. They have a chocolate Blueberry. hot sauce. Exactly. You add that on your ice cream, uh, pancake, 
uh, donut, French toast I just had this morning. That's where I say we live in amazing times because of the amount of creative stuff that's already out there. It does get difficult if you're trying to create something new because it seems like everything's already been created, but you'll find something. I mean, they have, uh, there was one guy I was talking to the other day that literally has a maple syrup farm. Um, his name is Steve Best. He has a okay. farm that does hot sauce and then he infuses it into a syrup that he gets from his bees that are on his property. Like that's uh-huh. crazy combinations. Back in the day, the farthest we got was fucking Tabasco. Like I got this. What is it? I don't know. It tastes like water, but if you poured red dye in it and made it Take hot. like vinegar. Take like vinegar. Exactly. Uh, Comes out like vinegar yeah. too. I hate that about hot sauce. If it's so watery when you put it on something, I don't want to eat it. I like the thick consistency to it. Exactly. It's got more meat to it. Yeah. More thick. What would you yeah. say your favorite thing to put a hot sauce on? Like if you had to choose a meal? Pizza. I'm a pizza? big pizza guy. You oh, put yeah. ranch on your pizza too? Yes, I do. I'm guilty of sides. All right. I had I asked Justin this. Do you put ketchup I, on I your eggs? That. Ketchup on your eggs? That I don't do. Thank you. Okay, you're normal. All right. I don't like that. I don't. Some people respond to me like I love it, and I'm like you're disgusting. My wife like put mayonnaise and ketchup on the French fries. I I don't get that. See, I'm a, I'm a man that has never tried the French fry in the milkshake. And I'm a man that also used, when he went to Olive Garden, I used garlic breadsticks in their vanilla ice cream because apparently garlic and vanilla ice cream is amazing. Wow, that sounds like a good uh, hangover meal. You know what? What's, <laughs> what's your hangover meal? Because I got one in mind. Uh, Mama Pop restaurant. I could order egg, French toast, and sausage and stuff like that. I think that probably my good hangover meal. Dude, yeah. a, a nice diner, man. I mean, a nice diner is good anytime. I miss those. I think if I was going to own a business, I'd end up owning a diner where you can get like a nice milkshake, like in the old style, like glasses. Bacon steak? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just you want something that you can sit down and enjoy, dude. That smell in the air, you know, waffles or a oh, nice yeah. biscuit. Like, damn, like, if that was me going to be owning a business, that's what i do. And if you do own the business, having that, make sure you put the sign up on the door, no phones allowed. Oh, for sure. I tell people I don't even have, like, <laughs> my phone is usually, like, across the room when I podcast because it's just, it's, it, it's rude to you, first of all. I'm sitting there playing Angry Birds or some shit on my phone, and you're trying to have a conversation with me. You know, you're explaining Nemesis, and I'm looking off in the corner wondering what's on Snapchat or something. Hey, Nemesis could come to my diner and make an appearance. Uh, he have been making a few appearances in the past. Where have you gone with Nemesis? I have to know where you're taking that out in public. You know how sweaty you must get? <laughs> well, uh, one, I did a promotion of one of my earlier products called the Final Course um, at Pepper Palace. You're familiar with Pepper Palace? Uh, we did um, a promotion there. And of course, Pepper Palace bought some few um, of my product. Uh, my most fun time with the limited i actually put on the whole outfit i was driving it was like 80 degrees outside and i had to drive maybe about five miles to sonic you familiar with sonic i've never eaten there but i know what you're talking about 
Steinbeck have Reaper Slutchies. Carolina Reaper Slutchies. So I went through the drive through <laughs> What the fuck is Sonic doing? Oh my god, are you trying to kill people? Um, it's a flavor, it's not much heat there. But uh, I made it uh, a visit to order the selection. I took it back to my uh, studio, did a review on that. That was fun. Little did I realize I could easily get arrested driving around with an image. Oh, yeah. My dad learned that the hard way. Um, my dad used to uh, be in a uh, Kiss tribute band, so he used to dress up like Peter Chris. And um, oh, really? he actually performed at a casino. And the thing was, he had to have security walk him everywhere because it's wearing makeup in a casino is illegal. You know, I, I work at one. Really? So okay. when you have your hood up or anything, you can't have that on in a casino. Me, like I work there. So like I have to tell people all the time, take your hood down, do all this type of stuff. But when my dad performed there, he wasn't allowed to go anywhere by himself to go to smoke a cigarette, to go do anything because they, they don't have a recognition on his facial ID. They have an ID of his license, but they need his. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. And um, he ended up driving home, uh, leaving the casino and a cop pulled him over and asked him to get out of the car and made him go through a bunch of sketchy stuff because uh-huh. he was like, I need to keep testing you and stuff to make sure you're not a criminal or anything because you're wearing literally face paint. Wow. Wow, that's interesting. I, 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 can, I can understand that uh, for... Well, I mean, shit, you probably experienced yeah. that a cop sh- pulls you over, it's freaking nemesis in a car. You're like, there's a swamp monster. <laughs> what, what the gun may be pointing uh, at face? Yeah, you're like, I need backup. I need every SWAT team. I need everything. I need the Fantastic Four down here because we have nemesis uh, with, with a busted taillight. At, at the whole time, too, I had it recorded on film. I had three GoPro hook up on my car. Look, that would have been an awesome <laughs> shot. Even <laughs> if you take that to court for being shot. And even though you didn't do anything wrong, I'd shoot you too if you dressed like a swamp monster in the car. I'd be like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? This is what all those horror movies warned me about when I was a kid. Uh, well, maybe Nimitz to make a visit to your uh, casino. That would be probably really scary considering that everybody else I work with is like 80 or 90 years old. So uh, they were, <laughs> really? if you want to give them a heart attack, sure. Dude, it's, I love like, seeing videos like that too like what really like i looked across your page i was looking through some of your photos and i saw like nemesis i was like this is interesting because you don't see a whole lot of people that do a youtube channel do this anymore not create a character or something they mostly because getting in a costume we're talking about attention spans it's it's that's too much that's too much work they don't want to put in the effort to get the views i'm like you have to go that far to get the views you look like you went through like four hours of custom makeup just to get that um being a stay-home dad i do have a little time <laughs> so it helps uh, if i had a full-time job i'd probably never come to that but did that come from like a cartoon type background like you ever thought about drawing up nemesis and that's how he originally started or did you immediately just think of making a costume well like a little another interesting story about that rather than having a guy behind a camera doing the voice um, are you familiar with uh, Willie Pete Chocolate? Yeah. Okay. Well, Brian, he's uh, reached out to me to hey, we need to make a chocolate, and based on the hot damn show. Uh, this is way before I come up with the word nemesis, but I had thirty video in having the guy behind the camera talking. It's my voice actually, but 
I uh, used a computer to change the voice. Did you do a narration type thing? Like, you know, when you see a nature documentary, like, here is the lucky gazelle coming across a bound <laughs> of lions. Exactly. Um, like, so I was brainstorming, trying to come up with a cool name for the chocolate label, um, for the chocolate bar. So long story short, I come up with the word nemesis. I said, that's, that's a pretty cool name. And I got the ball rolling. I said, wow, would it be cool to have a guy, a character, the nemesis, this demonic looking guy come to life? So that's how it all got started based on the Nemesis ball from Willie Pete Chocolate. And so before that, I actually did a research looking for the costume, what's available, I can go buy right now for yeah, the Nemesis. I did find one company out in California that do all the custom Mac. He does, um, what's that one show on HBO? Come on, you probably know what I'm talking about. Game of Thrones, The White oh, Walker. I've never seen an episode. Oh, man, I'm getting off don't, the podcast. Don't right give now. me that shit. My mom <laughs> does that, too. She's like, you got to watch. You'll love it. I'm like, no, fuck dragons. Don't know. I'm done with that. I, I can't. There's the one kid, the king. I can't. I look at that kid, and I really want to slap him in the face. Yep. Jeffrey. Like if, if he was my kid, I probably would have drowned him. I would probably do the same thing, yes. Probably better for society, anyway. <laughs> But anyway, back to that, uh, the guy makes masks for the White Walkers, um, the little demonic looking creatures. And he does two other horror movies. But anyway, his costume at base is like $1,200 to $4,500. I'm like, oh, I can't afford it. Anyway, I find one on eBay, the same costume, and I pay maybe one tenth of a cost. The guy didn't want it anymore. I just bought it. So I could, took that picture and I put it on the Nemesis chocolate bar. And that's how all I got started with the Nemesis. That's an interesting story behind it, too. It's a story about that. I like that yeah. story. I find it, like, really interesting to see what people's, like, minds will go to when they see across a bunch of things. Like, did you know that every single horror monster or any type of monster you see on television, or maybe even a monster you see in your dream, it's a bunch of different mm -hmm. bits and pieces from literally other things that you've seen in the world. Your, your brain can't create new monsters. It only takes bits and pieces of information that it's seen on a daily basis, such as if you have a dream about a person. Um, you'd be like, who is that person? You've seen them in your life. You just don't remember their name or don't know who they were, but you've seen that face because your brain can't create things like that. You're, you're absolutely right. That being creative, uh, I used to work for the large agency company that create logo for branding for other companies. Everything I see, even driving to work, I see a stop line, uh, a stoplight. I see the building have a different shape. I incorporate all that into making a unique looking logos. So, and like another thing too is uh, what my YouTube um, channel stands out a little bit is I put my creativity into the video. I do animation, special effects, all that kind of stuff put it together in one nice little package. It makes it more entertainable too. I think um, like you're just sitting there talking into a video, it's going to get a little bit boring. But if you add sound effects, you add not like the crappy ones. Like, you know, some people just throw stuff in there like a boing out of randomness. It's like, <laughs> why don't you try and actually go all out? Like find 
the actual content out there that you want to use a certain song, a certain moment or a certain sound effect, you know, search it up and look into it. Cause the more time you put into your videos, me, I post an episode every single day. People are like, you don't edit. Why don't you edit? I'm like, I could edit and I do do it sometimes. I will say I do do it sometimes when it comes to someone that has a stutter or someone that pauses or doesn't, you know, it's, it's bad social anxiety. I'll be more than happy to cut out all the pauses to make you look good. But uh, not worth it. Yeah, but when it comes to editing in general, I'm like, I post every day. You know how fucking long it would take to edit an hour and a half conversation or something every single day? I don't have time for that. Exactly. Uh, the perfect uh, um, example of you familiar with Johnny Scoville. Everybody knows Johnny Scoville. Yeah. He posts his video out one, sometimes twice a day, every single day for three years because he doesn't edit. He just use his phone, upload to YouTube, done. I would love to do that. I wish but I could I, freaking do that, dude. But I can't because I put all my additional time and effort creating a nice video and content. And I do one video a week. That's more than enough that I can handle. I post, man, I post a show every single day. But for Johnny, he can do a five-minute video, and that counts as him posting one. Me, I got to get an hour or an hour and a half in there. So I got to find a, find the time for it. Thank God I'm an insomniac and don't sleep. But I found it, it's just about being consistent. People are like, well, you could easily get away with posting once a week or posting once every couple of days. I'm like, but there are over five, six, seven billion people on this earth. And if I'm going to talk to basically everyone, mm -hmm. there's no way if I'm posting once a week that that's going to happen. It's not even going to happen if I post once a day. Everybody different. Everyone is different, yeah. Just snort some crack. You'll be okay. It's, that's how you get through life. Yeah. Uh, if I go back to explain the analytics again, but I'm not going to, but right now I'm happy doing one video per week. And it's good too. You know, you make, you make, you put a lot of effort into making those videos. I could easily do that and it would be a thousand times better of a, maybe an episode or something. But for me, it's just like, conversations i don't think you need to add much to them but for like your hot sauce reviews that's perfect review things all those types of things any type of quick 15 minute 10 minute thing edit it make it good throw more shit in there it could be five minutes long but it could be the best video in the world if you just took the time to add a little bit of your creative self into it people need to invest not only in the video but invest into you you know when you incorporate nemesis or something for me even with talking with hot sauce people or just talking about people that are entrepreneurs in general, I love marketing. I, I, I found a fascination with it recently, just with the idea of like how to market a hot sauce, put a giant ass fucking crazy logo on the front of that thing. Bam, get something mm -hmm. that attracts the person's attention. It's the same thing like that. We live in a world where we see with our eyes, obviously, but exactly. that's all our information intake. Uh, if it won't be blind, I'm screwed. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> well, I mean, even you taking the time, Roger, to come out and do the podcast too. Like you didn't know anything about me, really. You listened to an episode, but it was still like you took the time, you took the opportunity. That's all I think more people need to do is be more open a little bit. Well, I, I, I really don't know, but a lot of people uh, do misconceptionize about me. Um, they think I may be elegant or maybe Mr. Nice Guy or whatnot. I'm just like you and everybody else. I'm just having a good time. 
I don't mind helping other people. I don't mind showing up with someone else. Basically, I get them bored. I just like to do things. <laughs> you came off arrogant to me only because I sent you a message and I'm, I had to use my Apple Watch. So I'm at work okay. at a casino trying to scan people's IDs and you're not allowed to be on your phone. And I look and you're like, actually, it's spelled this way. And I was like, did this, <laughs> this guy correct me? I was like, I hate it when people in my family do that. Um, I think that I, I, one, one of the points that I, um, most of the time, and when I, when I sent that test, I said, oh, it's crap. I hope he doesn't think I'm that, uh, like a grammar police or not. I'm not, I'm one of the worst spellers in the world, but the way you wrote it out, it looked like you, uh, you coming up in an arrogant way, you start making fun of my speech or something. I'm like, oh, you, you spelled that wrong. I think you're missing the comma. Yeah, yeah, I was like, because I had that happen before. It was interesting. I, I don't really have a whole lot of people that, um, like, I come across that have, like, either they can't hear very well or something. And that's why uh -huh. I tell people, I'm like, let's, let's autocorrect is just sucks, okay? You oh, can't, it's terrible. You yes. can't get emotion through a phone. And you know how many nope. podcasts I end up, people like, all right, well, I guess I'm not about it or something. Because the way they send a message, your phone, if I'm like, I try and give everybody a summary of what the podcast is. I'm like, it's conversation. Check it out. Let me know if you're interested. We can schedule something. Sure. That comes out very bossy when you read it on a phone. So then when someone reads it, they're exactly, like, yeah. actually, you know what? I'll pass. And I'm like, well, okay, sorry for bothering you. Have a good day. Then they're like, you have a good day. And I'm like, well, fuck, where are we going now? <laughs> Oh God, uh, I do that crap every single day. Even in uh, when I do research on buying a product from someone, you know, if I want to buy a, a used camera and I say, hey, I buy this for this, that, and such, and they come back to me with negativity, think I'm lowballing them, but no, actually, I'm just trying to help you out. But I hate testing. I hate emails. I would love everything just be video. That would be great. I just wish, I mean, you kind of need it to be video too, but I mean, like if someone sends a text or something, it's still hard to convey. Like even if you're sending a message to like your parents or you're sending a message to someone that you know, it just comes off in a weird way. Cause I think as people, we've learned that that's how you're saying it, even though that's not even close. Once you get to know someone, that person, like you and I, I think we both figured out who we are. Mm -hmm. Now we can understand uh, each other better when we text. That's why I sent my voice. I wanted to send a voice because it was quicker. And at the same time, it was like, if I'm actually talking and just send the recording, he's going to understand how I'm saying it. Like, because if I tried to be like, hey, man, once you're on the podcast, check it out. Let me know if you're interested. That comes off like I don't really give a shit if you say yes or no. But I'm like, let me say it because it'll come off differently. Well, I'm glad you did it. And just by hearing the tone of the voice, that sounds a little romantic, does it? What I mean, oh, I can... Baby. I can <laughs> <laughs> the tone of the voice, I can see your, um, um, like, a welcoming voice. And I'm, I think that's why. I like it when I talk because it feels like grandma baking some cookies when you open up the door. That's another thing about I hate about editing is when I have to hear my own voice, you're like, I hate my own voice. I was like, dude, I hate my own voice. Like, first of all, even hearing myself talk over and over again, I didn't want to sit there and put a bullet in my head. Uh that's a whole nother uh, story there, uh, talking about hating the way you sound. I have a huge fear to be in front of camera because I'm always concerned about other people watching me. Are they gonna stand me? Are they gonna give me a hard time and all that? 
luckily I had the wife that helped me understand, you know, forget about it. Just do it. Have fun with it. That's why people always go up with a partner and I kind of do videos with their friend or something because it puts less attention on them. They feel a lot better. Me, I'm like, if I'm doing a podcast, I'll randomly be sitting there and like itching under my nose and then I'll actually start like going up into my nose. And then like next thing I know, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm on camera. I forgot I can't do that. I got you. <laughs> well, um, Roger, I dude, I appreciate you coming out and doing the podcast, man. I want to give you here a minute at the end to be able to promote your content, your page, you know, anything that you want to promote. Um, such as like uh, your YouTube channel for sure. People got to see Nemesis. I mean, I, if he's not in a Happy Meal at one point in our history, then the world has missed out completely. Well, um, I'm Roger with the Hot Damn Show, with Nemesis. Um, as far as promoting, I do have chocolate bites. You can purchase it at thehotdamnshow.com forward slash bite. I'm going to have to order chocolate. one of those. Hey, just go check it out. Um, it's very delicious and very hot. Is it nutritious? Um, with that? Is it nutritious? No. Oh. I'm sorry. But it's it a fun little challenge. Um, other than that, I'm going to keep putting out great content. Uh, there's going to be some few changes in the future. Uh, better look out on for that. And I just want to say thank you for you taking your time to bring me on to your podcast. I very much enjoy. I've been listening to two of your uh, uh, shows. So keep it up. I appreciate it. I'm glad you love my stupidity. <laughs> no, and I'm surprised you're a young guy. You're a I'm, young dude. I'm like, I look 22, but I'm like 80. Really? Wow. I use this. Yeah, you know that uh, whatever that uh, face moisturizing cream or Claritin, whatever. What is that freaking gel that kids put on their face? Collagen. Not collagen. Hold on, I want to think. Clearasil. Those Clearasil things for freaking acne. Dude, that commercial, if you had clear sill back in the day, the side effects were uh, bloody diarrhea, intense vomiting, death was one of the actual things for clear sill. Oh, but you get great skin, so you look good in your casket. It made no I sense think, to me. I think that applied everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking so. bloody diarrhea. We'll end it on bloody diarrhea, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Anything I'm still I doing that with a hot sauce. Exactly. <laughs> See, some people get that from hot sauce too. I don't get that. What I get is um, intense stomach pain if it gets too bad. Quant. Yeah. Gotta love them. Ride the wave. Exactly. Well, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Out of the Blank Podcast and stay tuned for our next episode.